You're listening to... No, that's not real. You're listening to The Heidi Rue Show. Yeah, that's better. Inspiring. Entertaining. Real. The Heidi Rue Show. So today on The Heidi Rue Show podcast, I'm actually up in Michigan right now visiting one of my best friends from college, Jenny, two of my other best friends from college, and I just thought that we'd do a podcast episode kind of about friendship. As hard as this is to digest, we're going on almost 20 years since we started college, (laughs) and we've still been friends um, all these years. We've seen each other like every single year, right? I think so. I mean, there's never been one year that we haven't seen each other, all been together. Um, Sometimes it's been several times. times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we live all over the U.S., and so I thought we'd just kind of share a little bit about friendship and what that means and what it's looked like to be friends all these years. So I want to go ahead and start just by kind of introducing you to some of these friends. So uh, Rachel, do you want to start? Just share a little bit like where you live and a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I'm Rachel and I live in Boston with my family. Um, I'm married to Jonathan, um, which is celebrated 10 years. And we have three kids. We have Elizabeth, who's seven, and Charlie, who's five, and Lucy is two. So I'm um, staying at home with the kids right now. I'm homeschooling Elizabeth and plan to do that at least for this next year. And you're about to make a big move, too. We are. Next month, we're moving to Texas. So we'll be in a different part of the country. But we've been, we've loved our time in Boston and are looking forward to what's to come. Okay, Jenny. All right. Um, My name is Jenny. And I am here in Michigan where the girls are right now. And I live with my husband and my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, Harper, and then seven-month-old daughter, Lila. Um, I, the creative side of me, I do um, custom wedding invitations for people. So kind of custom design things when they come to me. So I'm trying to stick with that right now when it feels a little challenging Mm -hmm. so that hopefully I can continue um, in full swing when the girls are a little older. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Corey. Yes, I am. Um, I currently live in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, as you can tell by my accent slash speech impediment, I'm from Michigan, which I guess is not. It's not that bad, Corey. I guess it's not super kind and affirming to Jenny, who lives in Michigan. Um, but in the South, it's definitely people notice that there's a difference. Um, with my accent. So I'm single. I am a counselor at a community mental health center. And I think that's, that's yeah. It. Yeah. Awesome. And I obviously, I mean, most people, if they have listened to the podcast, they know I'm in Atlanta. Um, and, um, yeah, married, no kids. Um, so I just thought it would be interesting that, you know, one of the things that I'd like to start talking about too, is that I think it's so interesting about our friendship is if we took, like, if we all laid out, took the same personality test and shared the results, we would all be so different. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I even remember in college, the cool thing about it was, was we all got together as friends, but we also each had other friend groups that we hung out with. Mm-hmm. which I just think is so interesting. Um, what do you think drew us together in the very beginning in college? I'm trying to remember when we first really, I mean, we had some overlap in friendships, yeah. you know, yeah. 
It was that hayride mm-hmm. was our defining. Oh, yes. That we all yeah, ended up. We always about. we all ended up knowing the lyrics to that Tim McGraw song, something oh, like that. Oh, something that's like that. And so I remember Tim. Yeah. And then I don't know when we started, but at some point we started line dancing together. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. But I, the silver spur. I yeah. can think of that earlier. I yeah. Like, the rusty. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of rusty to me. It was rusty. Yeah, that was <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I feel like that was what kind of like drew us together. And then I guess this is my, just from my perspective, y'all might have a different perspective, but I feel like what kept us together is, was it our freshman year that we started meeting weekly yeah. to pray together? Yeah. yeah. And then was we that did that. Freshman year? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So our freshman year, we started meeting weekly to pray together. And I remember times that I was like frustrated at somebody in the group, but we would still get <laughs> Should to we eat. talk about that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, but I remember we would like still meet, and it forced me mm. to like be present in community when I rather would have rather avoided. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that commitment was huge. Mm-hmm. And then we've continued to do weekly prayer email since then, mm-hmm. which is. Mm-hmm. A big deal. So I feel yeah. like it was initially Tim McGraw, and then yeah. and then it was <laughs> they got a little, little more deep. <laughs> Prayer that kept us together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do feel like over the years that's what's helped yes. us, mm-hmm. like help us be consistently in each other's lives, even yeah. when we've lived far apart. For sure. Yeah. What were you gonna say? The, I, yeah, I was gonna say that's been the binding thing for sure. Um, I think with college getting hectic, none of us lived, I think several of us were in the same dorm. I think you were over in a different dorm. Even. Yeah, I was, yeah. None of us lived together. And I think that, like, I got that question throughout the years a lot. Like, how did you all end up? And, like, I just feel like because we were drawn to each other, like, this circle, like, and then we were like, let's make this something where we make it a priority to weekly check in. Because mm-hmm. at the fundamental level, that's what we were doing, is just checking in, hey, how's everything doing? Yeah. They're going. And then... Mm-hmm then praying about it and Mm -hmm. so then over these 20 years seeing prayer requests answered seeing some not just like getting through life with Mm -hmm. with each other going through life with each other has been yeah just Mm -hmm. a huge blessing in my life yeah why do you think that some friendships especially that were made like in college they may have gotten deep and you lived life together for those years why do you think that some of those friendships just didn't like wouldn't last i mean because i i don't think i know anyone that has a group of friends that still get together once a year and it's been like 20, you know, almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. So weird to say. <laughs> I know. Let's, let's, pretend, let's just not say that anymore. The rest of the podcast, yeah. you guys get it. Okay. Yeah. I think it, I think a huge thing is that even though our lives have tra- changed drastically and went in different directions, like three of the four of us are married two of the four of us have children. Um, We've went very different ways career-wise that there's always been interest in the lives of others. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't feel devalued by the group because I'm not married and I don't have kids. I feel like y'all know the questions to ask about my job, about my community, about my house, about my church. So it's, it's, if, if people end up defining themselves based on their role Mm-hmm. Instead of based on their soul, <laughs> um, that would that sounds really <laughs> cool, didn't it? You, you Girlfriend, that? that's going to be the quote for the week for the podcast. I, I feel like I feel like I all y'all always try to know me, and it's it's not 
just asking about the role. So it's Mm -hmm. not, y'all will rarely ask me like, are you dating someone? Are you like there? Y'all will ask me about like my job and my volunteer work. And so I think it's an effort to say like the whole person. Yeah. Even though our lives look different, we're all women um, that struggle with life and have joys and sorrows and I remember um, a couple of years ago, I feel like we we did identify that because we have all been in different stages of life for a mm. long time. There was like, um, I feel like a time where you were married and then I was engaged and maybe yeah. you were and like, di- I yeah, mean, divorced. you were going yeah. through your divorce yeah. and then you were single. And like, I just feel like someone identified, it might have been you, Corey, like that we all always found the common ground like we were all at one point Mm. waiting for something like you know like you Mm. uh, have been waiting to move and you have been waiting for a child and I have been waiting for something you know like we all could at this like just that fundamental level Mm -hmm. say we have this in common like there's always things in common no matter what stage of life you're Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. so true why do you think that it's harder to make that kind of deep friendships as we get older it is crazy because you think about all of us and what we've all been through and what we've seen each other go through divorces and child and heartbreak and and the greatest joys of our lives too we've seen all of that and we've lived through it together but sometimes it's just hard the older you get it feels like it's harder to make those really deep well, friendships fresh with people it's like something mm-hmm. that i just value so much and so like a reason that like this is so worth my time. Not mm. just, I mean, each of you individually is, you know, are worth my time, but then there's just, it's like, there's history mm. here. The fact that we have been through these things, there's like, um, that to start over with people, there could be potential for relationship and hopefully eventually we would, you know, mm. could get to that same place. But yeah, it is hard in this stage and maybe it's hard to find, um, as you meet people finding the common ground, but I don't know. Yeah. I also think that there's a risk in being known. And so some people don't keep long-term relationships because, um, like it's hard that y'all might see patterns in my life and say, Corey has always struggled with that. Hmm. Or, um, Corey used to be different. Like she's changed in this way. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's hard to be known. Like we want that, but there's also like vulnerability is hard. Mm-hmm. So I think some people would rather keep kind of superficial relationships so they can yeah. go out for drinks or have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to sit around and for people to ask questions that bring up like sadness mm-hmm. or bring up like pain you know, we would rather people not know that we've been through a divorce or we've been yeah. through um, difficulties with child rearing. Or, like we'd, we'd rather people know us by our successes. So I think it's difficult to ha- have vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It's what we need and want, but we also like fight against. Yeah, so that. true. That actually brings up a question that I'd love to ask. What do you feel like has been the, the greatest blessing or reward from from having these deep friendships, you know, and being vulnerable and being known so well with people, the good and the bad. One thing I think is just having like, like knowing um, that I have people that will hold me accountable. 
that have like that do see me and can challenge me and also encourage me um having both of those things to yeah that's one i just i mean there are so many things ways that i'm different because of y'all's friendships mm. and i'll try not to be like emotional because that sounds vulnerable <laughs> so I'll try to like make myself sound professional but um like I remember when I first met Rachel our freshman year um she would she was a big hugger and so and I was not not a hugger but like I was very controlled with like physical affection mm-hmm. and she would always hug me a little bit past my comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> a little too and, much. But I needed it. Like, I needed... That's just, like, a really small example of yeah. now my comfort level with, like, embracing people and hugging them is very different based on Rachel's influence in my life. And I could say that something about all of y'all, mm. um, that you've just pushed me beyond my comfort yeah. level, um, which has led to incredible growth so Mm. so true I mean even before this podcast I mean to be open with you guys that are listening I mean Corey and I had a really deep discussion when we were running um which probably actually helps to have a deep conversation when you're running because any frustration just kind of goes out your (laughs) body because you're huffing and puffing and you get faster and faster (laughs) um when you say deep conversation yeah it have been like an argument is that a little bit I I don't don't know if it was an argument But you definitely reframed it and said, like, I'm, I'm not. I'm just trying to understand. Like yeah. yeah. I think, but even that, it's just so great. It, I mean, what value is it to be able to know people that are different than you and to be able to always seek understanding yeah. with the underlying confidence that they have your back. Like they have, I'm for all of you girls. And I think, and I know I've never felt that I, that you guys were not for me. And there's something to be said to just being able to have those tough conversations, knowing that the whole goal is that we encourage and support each other and grow. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and sometimes that involves hard. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's important to have those and dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't go that deep with some of my other friends, yeah. you know, but I know, like with Corey, I know that even if I do ask her a question that I know may stir up something or, you know, it, it could lead to a, a tougher conversation. I know at the end of it, it's like, we're still good friends and we yes. still love each yeah. other. And there's... And don't you think we define that really early on? Like, mm. I feel like we went through some stuff in college, like yeah. where we just had... Like, we're really mad at each other. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't superficial stuff. I feel like it was no. deep, like, hurts mm-hmm. and things like that. And I think when we got past that, like, mm. I remember with Heidi, yeah. there was just an instance. And I felt like when we got past that, I was mm-hmm. like, this might be the first time I've ever had that bad of a... Mm. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It wasn't a falling out. Yeah, we it was talking. just a- We were just angry at each yeah, other. Yeah, it's a situation. Yeah. Yeah. And like we came through that. Yeah. And I think when you come through that with someone and you come out on the other side, mm-hmm. I felt like after college is when we really knew like, oh, this is for the long haul. Like mm-hmm. I, like we had each like at some point. fighting for Yes. Us. Yes. Yeah. We had each had hard, hard conversations at some point. Like I've had them with each of you and I think mm-hmm. you all have probably had them with each other. It wasn't mm-hmm. that. It was just the... 
you know, hard one to deal with. But like, and yeah, you come out on the other side and then you're like, this is, yeah, this is special. Like what we have is something deep and I won't let go of it. Yeah. You know. What do you think is one of your favorite memories from our friendship over the years? And I, and as you're thinking about this, um, I think it's so funny because as a kid, I remember hearing my dad talk about stories from college, you know, and he used to always talk about these stories. And I'm like, my gosh, dad, aren't you like creating new stories? Like, are these yeah. the same stories that you're <laughs> right. telling? Yeah. And I, I realize now too, that there's just so many, um, I don't know. You, I guess you don't have as many responsibilities or like adult things to do. So you have more freedom to yeah. create crazy stories. I don't know. Yeah. I'll start as you're thinking. (laughs) Sorry. I did not give them the questions ahead of time, guys. This is on the fly. So one of the funniest stories, I think, is when we first, when I first met Rachel, and um, I get it was our freshman year, I guess, and Rachel goes home and she tells her mom, she's like, oh my gosh, I met this girl and her name is Heidi Fleiss. And her mom was like, wait, what? Her name is Heidi Fleiss? And she's like, yeah, Heidi Fleiss. And her mom was like, uh, that's like a Hollywood madam. I, are you sure that's her name? I don't remember. I remember us then nicknaming you. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that that was me. Yes, the, yes. Reason. Yeah. Oh, that is and she's like, wait, are you sure? She's like, maybe not. Maybe that's not <laughs> maybe it. Maybe that's wrong. So then I got called Fleiss all the time. <laughs> So needless to say, this is a Christian college, Sue, so like everyone was like, wait, what? What are you? And then they meet me and they're like, yeah, that's not true. That girl is like straight as an arrow. (laughs) Well, I will share my memory in just a second, but I feel like we need to pause and share that Heidi Rue at our Christian college um, are you looking sorry. at me like I shouldn't? Like, should should I share this or not? Maybe this will be edited. Is, um... She got in trouble. A student, they were, uh, some girls were dancing. We had all female, all male dorms, and some girls were dancing. And Heidi um, got ratted out by mm-hmm. one of the girls for inappropriately dancing. <laughs> In a female-only <laughs> dorm, you guys. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So crazy. Ridiculous. The rebel. <laughs> no, this just this just shows why I didn't do anything bad. Because it, it, the slightest thing that could possibly be, then I would get caught or something. Like, right. what in the I world? In my room. Really? Seriously. <laughs> so, so memories, memories that are significant. I mean, I think uh, when I explain y'all's friendship to people, it's a friendship where we can do something active. Like, we can go running together or dancing together. Um, where we can like within within an hour time frame, we can do something active. We can laugh and we can be crying. Mm. So like we can share something incredibly painful and walk through that and also just laugh. So I mean, best memories: line dancing at yeah, the Silver Spur sure. when we were yeah. in college, praying together. I mean, that sounds like really spiritual, but I just loved that time. And we would meet at this little ma and pa um restaurant and we didn't have any money so and, you know we could barely toast. afford yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> toast and water that was good toast i mean those times coming to our our meet up with each other for our yearly trip 
um, meeting each other as families and I think interacting in that way. Um, it's neat that people know like your parents and my dad passed away. So it's really cool to have friends who knew him. It's really hard with relationships where I try to tell them like what um, a neat man he was. So it's beautiful to have friends that have just walked through that. So it's kind of like a marriage relationship that it starts out with a like high passion. And then it's at some point it stops having like that kind of chemistry, but it's built on commitment. And so I remember a trip uh, that we all took together and um, to visit one of y'all and it was after my dad died and I feel like I was not dealing super well with that and was just angry, but my anger got projected towards y'all more than it was at like the topic at hand. And it was one of those times where like y'all were saying earlier with commitment, like even though I was not pleasant on that trip. And I did apologize later to the person that my anger got <laughs> projected at the most, which might have been um, the person that's running this podcast. <laughs> I feel like that there is a, uh, a single thread. Yeah, there's a theme here. But um, Heidi and I's personalities are just very different. And on the Enneagram, we were talking about the Enneagram today. If you've never heard of that, look, check it out. It's a really interesting personality test. But um She's a feeler. I'm a thinker. And we just, I'm so thankful for your <laughs> yeah. friendship because you challenged me. But I just, like, the beauty of knowing, I I didn't think I'm going to be a jerk and I know they'll forgive me. But knowing that, like, I wasn't in the best place mm. and regretting that, but not feeling like I needed to, like, salvage the relationships. Yeah. Like, I needed to apologize and then we'd move on. Yeah. I didn't need to, like, send you yep. a package or, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, that would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, that would have been nice. Sorry. <laughs> but so, so sorry. We were on memories. And so there are just, I think the hard thing is there's not like, the, the memories wouldn't be like super exciting for a listening audience. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's these like moments nice of, moments. yeah. like I remember one time uh, we like had had conversations throughout the day and like my heart was just really hurting about something and I didn't have the ability to say like I want to talk about this and when Mm -hmm. uh Rachel and I were sleeping in the same room that night and as we laid down to go to sleep like she just said Corey I was wondering about this Mm -hmm. and like I just start bawling crap like it was like I had held it in but y'all know like when to ask what and that's Mm -hmm. huge Mm -hmm. so Will y'all share your memories, please? I'm really glad you put into words what I was feeling. Like, as Mm. far as my memories, yes, line dancing, going into Chattanooga a lot, like, such a cool city, and, like, just going um, just to eat on the weekends or whatever. But, yeah, I'm, like, sitting here, and I'm, like, I don't, I can't think of one, but, like, oh, we did this crazy thing, you know? But I feel like it really just became very quickly just, there was such a depth Mm -hmm. that, I don't know. I, not that it didn't matter that we didn't have those, but it didn't like, it was like, well, these are my girls that I go to, to cry to, or to, you know, but we did have fun together. We laughed yeah. together a ton. And yeah. I mean, there were a ton of things. Uh-huh. I just, I might not be able to think because 
of my mom brain right now. Right. I'm watching my daughter. And right. With no husbands. <laughs> my mini husband. Yeah. One husband and two daughters. Well, that's that's right. There's window. also a polygamist in the They're, group. Yeah. <laughs> we have went very different ways in life. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind, even though, like, I, I mean, we've all experienced so many different things together, but, I, you know, it's like these moments in time where it's like, so what I was thinking about was, your visits after each of my kids have been born mm-hmm. and just how meaningful those visits have been like mm-hmm. for you to know that, um, that that mattered to you guys like mm-hmm. to come and, um, be with me and meet this new baby. And yeah. even if those trips, it's like, we couldn't do as much cause we we're just sitting around, you know, with mm-hmm. this new baby. Um, I don't know. Those are just really special memories for me. Like it meant a lot personally, mm-hmm. just the, that you guys would make that effort. That's mm-hmm. a sweet memory for yeah. me. What do you think, um, like how can people be more intentional about friendships? Because I think even just like about like having a new baby, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot and that's hard to make sure you have that time for friendships. And I and, think, you know, it's like with any, I don't know, like life change or I was thinking about the graduation party that we threw you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh. You your masters so and how fun. fun that was, but how wonderful it felt to throw it for you too, just mm-hmm. to celebrate. It's like these moments of, of successes. I mean, and it's being with each other, I think for those, like the sadnesses and, and successes, yeah. but, but like being, so it's like taking the time to, mm-hmm. in whatever way you can, maybe you're not physically there to mm-hmm. celebrate, but mm-hmm. making sure that you're recognizing and being there, I think, in hard times and good. I think what is challenging is that friendships are effortful. Yeah. And sometimes we just get so into, like, survival modes in our lives, Mm -hmm. but we can't live without good community. So it's kind of like when you have a really stressful week and you end up eating comfort food, and then at the end of the week, you end up just feeling like nauseous and like I didn't give my body what it needed, but it's effortful to eat healthy. I feel like it's really effortful to have nourishing friendships. And a lot of people don't want to put the time into or the energy into saying, you know what? I need to get a card for that. I need to call that person. I need to, it, it the, the, the difference I've noticed in deep friendships that continue and ones that stop is if if you're not good with out of sight, out of mind, like mm-hmm. if you live out of sight, out of mind. So if you're mm-hmm. not good with saying, even though I don't see them, I think of them, I pray for them. And I actually think us continuing to email each other per request, mm-hmm. it always keeps you all on my mind. Yeah. So yeah. then when I, I see agree. you, I ask, when we see each other yearly, I'll ask about I forget how many weeks are in a year, 50. Yeah. I have 50 whatever questions to ask because weekly I've put that in like my prayer journal. And so Mm -hmm. there's, um, so I would just say that friendships are effortful and you like friendships. Most women want consistency. So doing something to where you're setting aside and saying like every month we're going to have a phone conference, which we have done phone conferences, Mm -hmm. but, um, something that is consistent Mm -hmm. and that you're stopping for a moment and saying, even though this isn't easy and I feel like I have a lot of stress, I need these people. Like this is healthy for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So true. Sorry, I just laughed because I was thinking about our one Google Hangout that we tried. <laughs> that we was a disaster. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so frustrating. Like the, yeah. So now we do just conference calls yeah. on the phone. Yeah, that's fine. I think it is. I, I mean, I would agree. I guess piggyback, you can edit me right out off of these. <laughs> no, <tomorrow>, but <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I would just agree. Just there's just always been your presence. Like we've mm-hmm. never gone too long without one of us. And like Heidi will get busy, or Rachel will be busy, mm-hmm. or Corey, whoever. But like you always check back in. Yes. Maybe you miss a week, you check yeah. back in the next week. And I feel mm-hmm. like that is huge just we've all moved on we all as far as like we all have friends in our respective areas that we live Mm -hmm. but we hold each other in Mm -hmm. a high in high esteem and I feel like that shows by us sitting down and writing an email like and a lot of times I'm like oh I don't this doesn't exactly feel like something I have a ton of time for but Mm -hmm. I do it you know, because I'm invested in these friendships and right if you and if you don't spend the time proactively when you need the friend, yes, they won't be. They won't be in that. Right. Like, it's mm-hmm. like you have to nurture the relationship mm-hmm. during the non-crisis times mm-hmm. to then have people available. I mean, I see people in counseling all the time that have no support group, mm-hmm. and they're right. like in crisis. But if you don't nurture the relationships in the in-between times, it's so similar that to any other relationship that right. you have. Yeah. It takes effort for the payoff, constant yeah. investment. Yeah. 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 What is something that you feel like you've learned through French through our friendship? Okay, you're gonna say something funny. So I was like, I was laughing at how deep I, I, I felt. This should be I easier to say. Laughing. No, 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 go ahead. No, I kind of forgot. (laughs) It's kind of hard to say when you live with people in community, it's hard to articulate. Like these are the, it's like my whole, my whole being has been shaped by you. So to specifically, that was a really good question, Heidi. Mm -hmm. I'm not like dissing the question. No, you can diss the question. (laughs) I have an answer for it. But I, I, like, like the, like the example of hugging or there have been so many things that I've learned just from like living life with y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, like Heidi, you're extremely gracious with like tipping at restaurants or mm-hmm. like noticing when somebody serves you. And mm-hmm. so I remember this is not a deep thing that I learned from you. It's like a very practical thing. But I remember you tipping on a to-go order one time. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> had <laughs> never thought about that. And Real like you would basic you would like explain to me like what they like I don't know if it's like a server that they use for that position but mm-hmm. that it was really important mm-hmm. so just small things like that yeah. that you know I would tend to just continue to live my own selfish way just from yeah. my so it's just like living life and learning yeah. things and. What were you going to say, Jenny? Yeah. Thanks. Now we've, now we've built this up. <laughs> Jenny's got something deep she's no, going to say. No, I feel like that... Um, maybe cut out the pause. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that it is so worth it to stick with things. Like, mm. and there are instances, obviously, like when it's a friendship, it's this, mm. a time to break things off or, uh, you know, a relationship. I'm not, uh, by any means advocating for staying mm-hmm. in something that is unhealthy, but like, uh, when you have something good, like it is yeah. worth putting that effort in and mm-hmm. sticking with it because like, I'm so proud really to say mm-hmm. like to people, yeah, my girlfriends are coming in from college 
like they've come up to visit me. I don't even know how many times, mm-hmm. you know, and like we've gotten together however many times since college. I mean, that's a big, that's a big deal and it's something to be proud of. And I feel like, um, that's one of the biggest, uh, say blessing again in my life, but it, it yeah, it is. It's just like, you put some effort in and you have reaped great reward mm. from it, you mm-hmm. know? And I just feel like that's been um, just awesome to see in yeah. my life. And I pray that for, you know, my own daughters, yeah. that they have friendships like these that will be longstanding and, mm-hmm. you know. You know, I went through, I, I think there was a couple of times or a couple of years that I went through too where you guys know this about me, but I mean, I put work but work first typically um I struggle with that and I know especially when I was in radio I just was so focused on that that I felt like friendships just were not something that I value or I saw the value in it but you guys just did not stop like I mean not no, I'm not saying they weren't like banging down my door or anything but but even my inconsistency or not follow you know not Texting back in time, or I don't know if we text a lot back then, but anyways, um, you know, even not getting back with you or not being as available um, or putting it first, you kind of still were just with me through that. And I feel so grateful for that. And I feel so gracious or grateful for, especially during the divorce, like, um, like you said, if if you aren't investing that time outside of crisis, then nobody's going to be there, but you guys were just there and you showed me such grace and you walked with me and you asked the hard questions, but it was never out of judgment or anything, but it was so out of love. And, and that's the one thing too, that has been cool to to have these long, deep, deep friendships is that it's always out of love. And it's really neat. We were talking about this earlier on our confrontational run. (laughs) I could feel like when we were running, like when it started to get a little climactic, we both kind of started going yeah, a little faster and the breath kind of was like, <sighs> and then, and well, what do you think about that? Okay. Well, I'm just trying to understand you. Okay. <laughs> Rachel and I are just walking, really talking about whatever. But I feel like there have been times that I felt judged but the beauty about deep relationships is that it's kind of like when you're dancing and you trust your partner and they step on your toe you don't immediately think it was intentional Mm -hmm. and in the friendships when my toes have been stepped on figuratively speaking it's like I know I know y'all's hearts so I choose to quickly forgive and reset and there's even been times where I've talked to people outside of our friend group and said you know we had this disagreement or this argument and it was really hurtful like it felt really personal and I felt judged but it's not worth holding on to that for a 20 year long relationship Mm -hmm. so I'm going to choose to like let go of that and I think that's the difference in there being a foundation of like trust and so that even if we fail with loving each other the way that we best receive love, Mm -hmm. there's been so, so much good history that you say it's worth letting go of this little ill for Mm -hmm. the benefit of 
That's a great analogy, Corey. I like that. Give yourself a counselor. Yeah, really. Y'all know that one of y'all probably gave me that analogy. <laughs> I, I did. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I definitely did not. <laughs> definitely not that smart. What would you say to other people that may be either struggling with friendships? I would say that you will end up looking like the people that you surround yourself yourself with. So it's okay to pick out someone at work or at church or if you're involved in some kind of community group that you really respect and you want to look like, like you mm-hmm. want your character to look like and pursue relationship with that person. I recently had a lady from church that said, Um, hey, would you like to start meeting regularly to just chat and pray together? And I really didn't have the time. Like I felt like, but I like her. Like I want my character to look like her. And so I thought, is it worth carving out, taking off some other activities Mm -hmm. for a relationship? So I would say find people that you want your life to look like and then pursue setting up some like a committed meeting once a week or once a month to where you're intentionally investing time getting to know that person. Mm-hmm. Something that was encouraging to me this weekend when I was talking with you, Jenny, about some of your good friends that are here, as I think about moving to a new city and needing to start over and develop new friendships, um, you were talking about your friend that just sent you the silly text message. And that was so encouraging mm. to me because I thought, I mean, it's such a simple thing. And just in thinking about starting over and meeting people, it's like putting myself out there in very simple ways, you know, just mm-hmm. sending that text or making the phone call or I don't know, just making those little, those little steps to let people into my life. Mm-hmm. And especially with little kids. I don't know. I just think sometimes I can, even when I'm around other people, they're distracting, you know, it's like, and sometimes I can even use them as a crutch, you know, of just like, I feel a little awkward in this situation and I think I need to go take care of the kids real quick, yeah. you know, um, instead of just kind of sticking out and, um, making the effort. Yeah. I think I had a lot of, I think I tend to have, uh, more formal friendships and that was why that was significant. Like when someone just sends like something silly from their day and you're like, Oh, this is how we are now. This yeah. is what yeah. we're going to do. Like that, you yeah. know, and that was really helpful. And that's probably what, yeah, I would have said something similar as a mom. I really feel like, um, I've tried to be a good friend in the past. I hope I've, mm-hmm. you know, been a good friend. I feel like though, Sometimes you're just selfish and you do what you want to do. I don't have time for something. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to reach out. And I feel like, yeah, as as a mom, I've seen um, so many people just reach out, especially with the second child, when you're like, I need help. Like, you do just need help. Um, and just say, hey, like, can I come take Harper? Or, hey, like, mm-hmm. just giving of yourself, like, saying, I can do that. I can take your kid. I can't, you know, you, mm-hmm. I know, have taken other, your neighbor's kids, you know, just... Just doing something, dropping a meal or whatever. Just do something. Do a random act of kindness for someone and you will be repaid like, Mm. you know, tenfold or whatever. You know, like I just feel like just put effort in and you will get something back. And that's the best advice I would give someone is to just take the first step, you know. Yeah, if it doesn't work with one person, do it with someone else. Right. You know, like and like Corey said, find those people you want to be friends with Mm -hmm. and invest there. Don't just like randomly. Yeah. Like some yeah. weirdo, you know. So yeah. 
<laughs> that, is, that is the advice from a non-counselor. Right there. Don't randomly pick a weirdo. Just like fake a bunch of banana bread and just go down the street. Hello, friends. I think one thing that I would say, this is just based on my own kind of issues or weakness, but I would say don't let conflict deter you from a friendship. You know, I tend to, the moment something feels, like even when Corey and I, after even our run slash argument discussion or whatever, (laughs) even after that, you know, I said there's not a lot of friendships that I would even go there with or I'd bring something up. I would just be quiet about it or I wouldn't seek to understand or I wouldn't ask hard questions because it makes me feel uncomfortable. And I think the moment sometimes that I feel that conflict in friendships, I say, okay, well, this just may not work. And like, I I guess, Mm -hmm. I guess it's just harder for me to kind of work through some of that stuff. And, um, because you never know how it could go. I think it's more the fear that what if this blows up or they hate me? And then, you know, Mm -hmm. because sometimes working through that can be one of the greatest lessons, you know, in your life through our conflicts that we've had over the years. Um, and it, it really has been minimal, I think. Um, yeah. I'm starting to realize that I think I may be the, the source of these conflicts. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, but, definitely right. but that it is... <laughs> oh, gosh. But that I've learned so much through that, and it's it's made our friendship richer. And so you may be... Are we, we're getting yeah so we're done with this podcast because um jenny's little daughter's banging on the door saying mommy where are you oh my goodness. so thank you so much for joining us for this friendship podcast and i hope that this inspires you and encourages you and i hope that your friendships get deeper and richer and uh even if people step on your toes as a georgia peach she loves pleasing people so she wants to know how she can improve the show so let her know either on facebook twitter or instagram at heidi rue Also be kind, because she's my wife. And if she has a bad day, then I'm really going to hear about it. (laughs) What she really wanted to say is her husband is standing outside. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Not her daughter. Say, listen listen to the Heidi Roof show. I'm going to do it all by myself. Okay, do it, do it. Ultra Monkey Show. Say, listen to the Heidi Bruce Show. Okay, there you go. Okay, that's good.